If your business needs a new application, then developers will have to write code, a lot of code. If an application needs to be modernized, then you'll need time, resources, and caffeine. If that sounds daunting, then you need Watson X Code Assistant, AI designed to multiply developer productivity so you can generate code quickly. Let's create a more modern foundation for business with Watson X Code Assistant. Learn more at ibm.com slash code assistant. IBM, let's create. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And hmm. not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. Hi, y'all. I'm Julie. Hi there. I'm Brenda. Welcome to Insider's Guide to the Other Side. Now, y'all need to know that we're obsessed with everything on the other side. Yes, we are. Because once you learn to navigate the energetic, or to some, the invisible world, life is going to be more fun and much more serene. Uh, heck yes, it can. Because let's be honest, Bryn, Earth School is hard. In fact, you taught me that. Let's crush Earth School together. Welcome to Insider's Guide to the Other Side a production of iHeartRadio. We're so excited to invite you to our first episode. And our episode is strategically chosen as coming out of the psychic closet. Now, there's all kinds of ways to come out, right? whatever that is, that goes against the societal norms, what people think are societal norms. But there's lots of people who live in this energetic space or external space or embodied space, right? There's different ways that say, you're just a little different. And that's how we think of coming out. Julie and I are going to share our individual stories of how we came out. And then for me, went back in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> and there's me. I have only come out in my life. Over and over. over and over and over and over and over again. So we sort of represent the extremes of this coming out process. And there's all sort of internal angst about it. And you may be experiencing some of this in psychic ways or energetic ways or spiritual ways or some other ways that we don't know. But I imagine that you'll find something that says, oh, I know that feeling as we share our stories. Well, mine is all I've done is come out. In fact, coming out is my jam. <laughs> I've been coming out. Okay, we're going to do a little math here um, since I was 23. So part of my coming out is the math of I've been coming out for 27 years. And I came out to my mom as being a lesbian, not my mom being a lesbian, me being a lesbian, <laughs> when I was 23. And then what I found is you don't just come out once. In fact, I don't think you just come out once about anything. You come out every time you meet someone. So for so many years, I'd meet someone new. And that's why I said I've come out a thousand times. I meet someone new and I would have to do that dance. 
because it is a dance. You are reading energy of that other person. There are times I met people where I chose not to come out, especially in Texas. Sorry, Texans, you were not easy. Back in the day. Back in the day. Back in the 90s, you were not very easy to come out to. But then you kind of get that, you know, that feeling and trust yourself about, well, I can tell this person. And then after a while, I just didn't care and told everybody that I was a lesbian. And I even called myself a super lesbian a few times just because it sounded like I was a Marvel character. Um, And it just made it easier (laughs) on all of us involved in the coming out process for me. The weird thing that I encountered, because I've come out for lots of things. So let's lesbian number one. Number two, I didn't know I had to come out about this, but where I'm from. So I spent 25 years in California and everybody, you know, cordial and say, well, where are you from originally? Or where are you from from? I like the from from. That's my favorite. Where are you from from? Well, I'm from from Oklahoma. And the craziest thing, the response 99% of the time, and that is statistically correct, they'd look at me and go, oh. And I was like, oh, crap. I don't come from a very exciting place, so I need to learn how to make them more comfortable with where I'm from. And because that's a whole key to coming out in general is understanding that you have in your back pocket those responses to put everyone at ease. And so when I would get the, I'm from Oklahoma, oh, I'd be like, don't worry. I go on their license plate. The best thing they can say about themselves is they're okay. So your response is totally cool and accepted. And then we're good to go. So we just diffused the situation and then we moved on. My other coming out, obviously I I published a book called The Ghost Photographer. And that just sounds weird because I am the ghost photographer. And my my day job at the time was I was a president chief data strategist at 20th Century Fox. So I was a numbers nerd, but here I am about ghosts and ghost photography and psychic things. And that was harder, I think, than being gay because there's fewer people, right, that whole tribal thing. Like there's always somebody out there that can relate to you. It's hard to find them when you start dealing, I think, sometimes in the psychic realm. That was far more complicated for me, but I did it anyway um, because I'm the queen of coming out. But then there's you, Brenda. Not as easy. Practice makes the master. Right. (laughs) Um, So my coming out party, when I think about it, so at the time, 2006, I was working as an executive coach in, call it Fortune 10, Fortune 50 companies, had a very healthy roster of clients and working multiple teams within organizations and as well as doing readings and um, serving people in both ways. And those two worlds sort of just didn't meet. They didn't cross. And all my work was referral, and it just kind of worked for me. So while those things were working, I was at a client on site, and the HR person that I worked with very deeply said, hey, you know, my boss is coming down. He wants to meet with you. Now, I've spoken to her boss many times and had assignments from him, and so it wasn't unusual to, you know, have a meeting with him, but it was rare that it was in person. That didn't happen very often. It was usually on the phone. So I'm in this small conference room and waiting for him to show up, and he walks through the door, and he has this little manila envelope, and hey, Bob, it's great to see you. And he opens up his little manila envelope, and I'm thinking, he's going to give me like a tough assignment. There must be something very politically sensitive if he wants to meet me in person. And he opens up this this envelope and slides these sheets of paper across the table, and they are printed out sheets of a website that 
was my website that my friends had created for me. But I didn't really imagine back in the day that anyone would go looking for me on a website because all my work was word of mouth. Like it wasn't, I was pulling in masses just searching for an executive coach or team development. And my website was this extraordinary gift that these friends did for me. They had a great ad agency and I'd helped them work uh, some coaching business and did some readings for them while they went through some personal transitions. And their gift back to me was to create this beautiful website and said, we want the world to know about your work. It's been so powerful for us. So they put all the bells and whistles and technology that was kind of cutting edge at the time where I was in video welcoming people to my website and I can't wait to serve you and talking about energy and spirits and so this is what's sliding across the corporate table from me. And he says to me, we cannot have you coaching the officers of this company. Our work is done. And by the way, I'm not a believer. What a dick. <laughs> I'm just going to say it out loud. That was a dick move. So I was, I guess I didn't come out. I guess I was outed. I think maybe, perhaps. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you were outed for sure. I was outed for sure. Completely uncomfortable. Like my head exploded. The room kind of spun around. I really didn't have much to say. And I just kind of went away, came back home with, you know, my tail between my legs. I was like, what? I don't even know what happened. Within five more days, this other Fortune 50 company calls me and says, uh, yeah, this isn't going to work. We can't have you coaching, you know, our executives. This isn't going to work. And if you ever want to work here again, you need to take your website down. And again, I'm like, are you kidding? I know all kinds of people who have more than one gig than their day gig. You know, I have a friend who's great in sales, and he has decorated half of the town I live in, right, because he's this amazing designer on the side. Or people, executives who are real estate, you know, moguls, and they have this stuff going on on the side. I'm like, this. so this is my side gig. It's it's my passion. It's not hurting anybody. And Anyhow, it didn't go the well. The young people call it a side hustle. A, a side hustle. You had a side hustle, oh, thanks. yes. Thanks for that translation. You're yeah. welcome. <laughs> you know what just dawned of, on me, though? I think of it more as a vocation. but yeah. <laughs> That's my side vocation. <laughs> you know what just dawned on me, though, Bren? At this moment, and we've been friends for a long time, so we know a lot about each other. Mm -hmm. But what just dawned on me is that you were fired mm -hmm. twice. Mm -hmm. Congratulations. Thank you. Not yes. just once, twice. Um, because of who you were and what your abilities are. In the early 90s, I was fired in Houston for being gay. So you went back in the closet when you were fired. I moved to San Francisco so I could be super gay. Oh, that, yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Right? That makes sense. So, and really, I didn't work. Like, I didn't work in the corporate world for a really long, like, almost a year, I would say. It was probably at least nine months before I got another corporate gig, and it was with a completely different company. Um, so I eventually, these both of these two organizations hired me back, but it took five years yeah. before before I recovered emotionally and financially and, you know, just as a, as a human being. One of my executives, one of my clients, after I'd been fired, said, I want to take you to dinner. Let's, let's talk about this. I know your feelings are hurt, but you have to understand this is just business. This isn't personal. And I'm like, dude, that may be how you think of it. That is not how it's landing in my world because they're not saying, I don't want this product. I don't want this program. They're actually saying, I don't want you. And there is nothing I could do to change that thing about me that they didn't want. So 
like being gay or this is who I am. I can't undo that for you. And so it was it was quite traumatic for me and, and very uh, traumatic. And so this is my second coming out, and I'm hoping it goes a little better. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to the world of coming out, Brenda. I know. I'm so Come join me out in the light. So I know, Here we are. The sun shines. I know. I know. I'm hoping, I'm, it's a very different time. I think people are a little more open and understanding and... We'll find out. <laughs> I could get fired. Well, what's for the- <laughs> Oh, damn, girl. Uh, I hope not. I hope you don't run into another dick like that again. But, um, you know. Although, although I wanted to say, the, the guy, who, the second guy who called and said, no, take your website down. This is over. He also said to me, well, at least I know why you're my best coach. <laughs> I really did. And you really are. I mean, you've coached me. And you're a hell of a coach. I and I know it's because you have special powers. What if AI could help your business deliver mission-critical outcomes with speed? With IBM Consulting, your business can design, build, and scale trusted AI using Watson X and modernize the way you work to accelerate real impact. Let's create AI that transforms your business. Learn more at ibm.com consulting. IBM. Let's create. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive, with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. I think also for you, before we get into all your special powers, is another coming out for you is you're born with these gifts. So the, another big difference between the two of us is that I was an old-ass woman when I discovered mine. <laughs> I was in my 40s. And you were, like, born with them and were kind of playing, you know, in that realm from the time you were a kid but didn't tell people. Yes, well— I grew up in an alcoholic home, so there were many things we didn't talk about. Boom, we went alcoholic <laughs> home already. Yeah, bam, me too. Just like that. <laughs> Hashtag me too. Hashtag me too. <laughs> but, yeah, alcoholic yeah, home. Um, but the you know, th- so this I just assumed was one of the things we didn't talk about. I assumed as a as a young child that this is something other people were experiencing, but we just didn't talk about it because there just wasn't space to talk about it. So it wasn't until I was in college, like literally, like that's how quiet I was. <laughs> it wasn't until I was in college and we were sitting around a dorm room having some wine, da da da. And I'm like, and don't you guys love it when the spooks do this? And they're like, what? The room went dead silent. <laughs> how much have you had to drink? <laughs> so again, I never said another word. <laughs> that's hilarious. It's all right. Well, for coming out in, in the spiritual world, I mean, I could talk about coming out gay all day, but this is not called the other gay side dish. Is, um, but that could be a great new follow-up show. Uh, but and, and for me, coming out with the spiritual gifts in the spiritual realm— one thing that I worried about is 
there were there were lots of things. Um, one is feeling that people thought I was a kook at work. The friend part of it wasn't a real issue um, because I was old enough to know who my friends were. And if somebody didn't want to be my friend, well, they were certainly going to lose because I eventually could talk to their dead people. And that is a benefit to friends. Like they love that I can talk to their dead people now. Um, and see things for them. Like I've become, I don't know, I uh, I serve more of a purpose, I think, in many of their lives than I used to. But at work, I was definitely afraid um, of looking like a kook. And so I was super quiet about it for a long time. And I remember when our CEO found out. And I literally, we're standing in the, in the commissary um, and on the Fox lot. And my old boss, who you know well, and we're going to say his name, Tony Sella. Hi, Tone. Um, when love to- Tony. You got to love Tony. <laughs> and Tony says to Jim, aren't we proud of our girl? She's publishing a book. And Jim goes, she is? Yeah. You know, it's it's called The Ghost Photographer. And he looks at me. And I tell you, I may have shit my pants at that moment. <laughs> I mean, I could have. I don't remember. I think I blacked out about the whole thing because I was like, it was that moment where I thought you were outed. <laughs> my life was over. I was totally outed. But so there's that aspect of it. But the part, like the real part, the part to me that has was the hardest was actually trusting the information that I was getting from the other side, the things that I um, either felt, right, the energetic feelings of, of like, oh, don't go there or go there, or spirit communication, um, because everybody has their gifts. And, you know, mine became something, which is how I met you, which was about spirit communication. And so I started having the ability to have these conversations, but I didn't know if the information that I was getting was right. And it made me so nervous. And I think that's for those out there that might think they get, you know, information that they're open to get that. But they don't trust. They don't they know don't how to trust. trust. And, and so then you don't tell anyone. Right. right. And so the hard part about this, right, I'm just getting ready to teach a tarot class. And this to is— other people, it's called tarot, uh, just for the record. Uh, tarot. Tar- well, you say tarot because you're fancy. <laughs> and I say tarot because I'm a hillbilly. Because you're from Oklahoma. Right. <laughs> but it's that, okay. That's okay. But it's okay. But it's okay. <laughs> okay. So, and we love Oklahoma. But the, this—and um, it's the same thing. Like, they're like, wow, I, I want to practice, but I'm scared I'm not good enough. And, like, the way you get better is to practice. That, so you have to— to share these insights that we get, this little intuition, you know, it feels like this, uh, you know, something's going on for you. What's going on? When you start giving people these little like, hey, what's, what is this? I had a, I had a dream about you. That's, I always tell people when, when it's really strong and you need to say something, but you, you don't have permission or you haven't come out, the thing you can say is I had a dream because people can't dismiss your dreams, right? You were unconscious. Good advice. <laughs> yeah. It's really good advice. That's right? really good advice. So it's, it, that's a cloak and dagger move. Yeah, totally. I like that. Yeah. But with elegance and, res- with an and, elegant with, and respect, move. and with respect, right? Because they can all say, "Oh, that's so you're so funny," and you don't have to get hurt by that. So if you haven't come out, but you still have insights or intuitions that you really need to share or you want to bring up, that and if you're brave enough to bring it up, you're going to get some confirmation. And it may not be in the moment. It may be like, you know what? I was thinking about what you said, and the strange thing is that this other thing happened over here where it was something like that, but it affirms what your intuition was. But if without being brave to share, you're never going to get that confirmation. And the confirmation, it's not about pleasing people. It really is like, oh, that little sense I had that's so subtle, it was real. And it's like a muscle you work out, it gets stronger. 
when you are brave enough to share it. So there's like a psychic gym. <laughs> yes. Is it like a 24-hour fitness? We so have like a 40-day plan. <laughs> 40-day plan, right. No carbs. Um, well, I, I, it, it's interesting when you talk about, um, you know, practicing that and just, you know, whether you want to cloak it in something or whether you just want to come out and say, hey, man, I, I got this and I'm giving it to you for you to do something with. Um, and you again, you've known me a long time. I can't keep my mouth shut. So I always feel <laughs> all true people. <laughs> all true. It's a fact. True statement is is I I always felt like I needed like I was it was my responsibility to share whatever information that was because in some way, shape, or form it was important to them. And then I was doing a disservice by not telling them. But then I'm nervous about what I'm telling them because I have no idea if it's true. And that, I think, was the rub for me, which is like, I know I need to do this. Because what's so interesting for those that have experienced this is there's a shift. And I think that you've always been this way, Bryn. For me, there was a shift. And the shift was being able to serve people. Well, and that's it. So you don't like, you know, I'm not a fan of drive-by readings, right? <laughs> this is, this is, like in the grocery store or in the produce department, you're not going to walk by and say, uh, excuse me, ma'am, uh, your, your mom is standing yeah. behind you. Exactly. Over your, she doesn't like your new hair color. She yeah. doesn't, <laughs> and she thinks she needs to lose about four pounds, if not four. But, but yeah. And, that would be my mother. And so the, the thing is, it's, if this is to serve people, if this is of value, if I have a really critical message that is going to freak someone out, that's not being of service. Right. If it's going to upset them in in some way, find another way. Find another way to get them that message. Find out who they trust. Find out who their network of support is and say, hey, if there's a possibility to pass this on, you know, look for it. But to not force what feels like would be your agenda. Right. 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 And it's really funny because I have I just have to tell you a really quick story because this is hilarious. <clears throat> there's a woman who's a uh, uh, this is in L.A. And she uh, read my book, and I've known her for years. We were colleagues, and she goes, "Let's go out to dinner." And and she's like, "Can you connect with my mom?" And and I'm like, "I see a woman, but she's not your mom." And because I can only tell you what I tell you, right? Because I think a lot of people want to please people, and they might say they do, but I cannot do that. And I'm like, "I this isn't your mom. This is someone else." And so I start to describe who this woman is, and I said, "I think I go. I don't know if she was either blonde or brunette." And she um, she looked at me. She goes, "Why do you say that?" Because she keeps changing her hair color. So she colored it one way or the other. I'm not sure which direction it was. So she confirmed that. And very quickly, I said. Because uh, this woman was communicating to me in pictures, right? Sometimes I can hear it audibly. Sometimes they'll show me. I love when they spell. That's my favorite because I always get names a little off, a little wrong, like a letter. And I said, did your friend have a boob job? And she goes, what? Did she flash you? She flashed me. <laughs> she flashed me. I had a ghost flash me their boobs. This is a true story. They get very proud. They get, well, this is why I said to her, I go, she goes, I don't think so. No. Why, why would you say, why would you ask that? And I'm, of course, going, oh, crap. Right. I said, well, I know women who have had boob jobs and they're very proud of them and they want you to see them, if not touch them. And I go, it's just what they do. They spend 10, 20 grand or more on that, and this is what happens. I said, so that was my sign, my symbol that she had had a boob job. So the next day, and I'm, of course, I feel bad. I'm like, I, I don't know what I just did, 
or I just, it's the wrong person, right? Like all those things roll through your head. The next day I get an email and she said, I just uh, talked to, it's her friend's husband. And he confirmed that she indeed did have a boob. <laughs> what a gift. That's great. And yeah, so anybody who's ever dealt with somebody in this, like on the other side from uh, the ha ha ha, the other side, from our point of view, someone who's receiving the information, I encourage all of you, please tell that person at one point or another if what you found was right or wrong. Yeah, because we love confirmation. We need it. We need to know. And again, this is the power of trusting yourself to come out is in these small ways, even if it's just in your inner circle, that you're like, hey, you know, sometimes it does come through dreams, right? I was just telling you the story about Kate Flannery and how she really, like, kept tracking my dreams. <laughs> even right in this well, way. you got to tell people a little bit about that. You can't just draw up oh, Kate Flannery. Okay. Or as we call her, Katie. Katie. You can't just draw Katie. Katie and then move on. So back in the day. <laughs> Katie and I um, were roommates in Chicago. And she was performing at the Annoyance Theater and studying at Second City. So she had, and, and waitressing. So she had this night world job, and I had a day job in sales. And which just makes me giggle. Oh, like, what? <laughs> you sold stuff? I know. You must be kidding. I couldn't make that up. Oh, my God. Um, but if you don't know me, it's not funny. Wait. As you want, as you yeah. listen, listen Hang in show. with this folks. Yeah. You will realize how funny that was. Yeah, it was hysterical. So um, so I had a day job, and then I would – yeah, but I was a light sleeper, and Katie would walk by my room because her room was further into the apartment. And so she'd walk by my room, and I'd hear her. I'd be like, Kate, is that you? How is the show? How would it go? You know, and we'd talk. And, and, um, but it was in the middle of the night for me. It was obviously the end of the night for her. And she would remember my dreams because I'd be like, oh, God, I just had this crazy dream. And then she would say things like, in the, in the daylight, the next day or the next week, she would say, Brenda, you dreamt that. Th this thing that just happened, you dreamt that two weeks ago. You told me about this three days ago. And so, like, she would remember our dreams. So we were always getting these messages. And a dream state is a great way to receive them because you're not conscious, so you don't filter them out. And so in this way, however you get your guidance or your, your little intuitive hits, the more you can share them, the more people have an opportunity to confirm them. And again... You're back at the psychic gym, and you just get stronger and more clear and more dialed in. I love the psychic gym. I think we should open a psychic gym. <laughs> I do. I think we should do that. I think also, um, you know, again, with the coming out, what is so – what I found shocking from other people, because I think we need to give folks some, like, tips and uh, about how to either – to either decide not to come out if they don't want to, or if they do, how to have that conversation and kind of what to expect. One of the things that kept coming, that I kept getting from people was, but wait, you're like this data nerd. How could you be that, but also, you know, kind of live in this whole kind of spirit psychic world? And my answer to that was, I don't have to be just one thing. I don't have to be able to, I mean, lots of things. Right. And I think that's and a we, good answer are, for people. Right? We are, we are right. lots of things. You're but a mom, a sister, a wife, a friend. I am one of those three things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a wife. I've been married to my wife for, well, we've been together for 26 years. Um, uh, you're welcome, gay people. We make gay look good <laughs> and stable. Um, Stable-ish. <laughs> Is that why you're laughing? <laughs> we make Gaelic stable? Yes. Um, that's a bumper sticker <laughs> on our Volvo. We make Gaelic stable. <laughs> Thank you for that spit take. <laughs> so doing the, doing the, I can be more than one thing. Um, 
The other thing is when you get like you can you can either you can, listen you can feel people's responses or they're going to tell you with words how they feel, and you know when there was some question because I got some of that from my family more than friends because my family you know they're the Okies right, and there was like this oh God she's the I was always the black sheep but now I had this little like kind of horn thing going on I think with some of them <laughs> you just took it up a notch I just took it up a notch right it's like <laughs> she started out weird now she's getting weirder on us. Um, and my response to them, you know, was, listen, I don't judge you for your stuff. And being, I say, we're all different. And that's what's great. So just, it's okay for me to be different. You don't have to be mad about it or upset about it or judge me for it. Um, the response that I get from somebody about these things are the, just love me. Just love me. It's one of my favorite things I ever said is it just love me for who I am. Um, the most shocking question that I ever got, and this is actually not funny, it was so big at the moment, was a friend, a colleague of mine, a good friend, who I just adore this man. He was asking me a question about um, how do I balance this work and this belief with a belief in God? He's like, how can you believe in God and still do this? And I, I, I didn't expect that. That was a curveball that I did not – I didn't even know a ball was being thrown. That's how surprised I was by that question. And interestingly enough, the question was coming from his wife through him. Boundary, which, which is – Boundary what, issues. Which is – yes, total codependence. Loving, I'm sure. But also – People will sometimes say that because they're even embarrassed about their own questions. Right, because they don't want to ask yeah, themselves. Yeah. So my answer to him, and it was just like very quickly and very calmly and lovingly I said to him, because that's how I feel about him, is, well, where do you think I got these powers from? Yeah, these are not exclusive. Where do you think that uh, that comes from? Yeah, when I'm dialed in, what do you think I'm dialing into? What do you think I'm dialing into? I'm dialing into higher powers here. I'm not dialing in from any other power other than that. There's no... Um, so that was the most shocking thing. So those that deal in, um, let's just say, Christianity, and there's a lot of dogma in that, and if there's people who are who are experiencing this, you're probably asking yourself that question. It's like, wait, how can this be happening? I believe in God. How can I be a Christian and balance something like this? Well, if we're going to put it on the table. Put it on the table. Jesus came out as well, right? He was not in the mainstream. Wait, Jesus was gay? <laughs> That you, okay. you you made my day for like a second. <laughs> okay, let's not. No, that was amazing. If we're defining coming out as going against societal norms, right? That's what he did. Right, that's what he did. He said, "Put down your nets. We're gonna do. We're gonna fish in different ways." So that's what we should tell people. I'm not saying that's what we should tell I think people, we should. but you brought it up. So. I did bring it up. <laughs> so, I did bring it up. I just rode that train. But <laughs> <laughs> they get will, on the train. Units probably, done left the station. They will probably edit this out, but that's okay too. If your business needs a new application, then developers will have to write code, a lot of code. If an application needs to be modernized, then you'll need time, resources, and caffeine. If that sounds daunting, then you need Watson X Code Assistant, AI designed to multiply developer productivity so you can generate code quickly. Let's create a more modern foundation for business with Watson X Code Assistant. Learn more at ibm.com slash codeassistant. IBM. Let's create. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. 
and every Viking voyage is all-inclusive, with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. When I was in the corporate world, when I worked there full time, I was off at some week-long workshop. And we were, you know, doing this thing and developing stuff as a team. And then we were doing a big report out and lots of people who weren't there for the week were coming in. And one of my teammates said that, you know, as we're in this week, just trudging through stuff, she says, you know, whatever, Susie's coming. Susie's coming on Friday when we do the big report out. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I've heard of her. I know we run in circles that are next to each other. We know people who know, you know, know each other. And, and I said, it'll be good to meet her. She said, oh, she won't meet you. I'm like, see, that was exactly my mistake. I wish you guys could just see my head just and my body attention. language like, and my eyes. <laughs> oh, she won't, she won't talk to you. I'm like, oh she won't God. talk. Who doesn't want to talk or meet you? <laughs> Apparently, Susie. Apparently, um, Susie. Right? So she's like, oh, no, no, she's afraid of you. She, when she sees you here, she'll probably leave. And she did. Like, I locked eye contact across this giant conference room, right? It was a ballroom. It was huge. And and she turned and left the event. <laughs> I was like, no way. But that's, right? That's all about her. Like, I can be scared oh, and, go, sure. and go, oh, no. But I'm like, babe, you're uncomfortable in your own skin. I didn't do that to you. Right. I literally didn't say anything to you. Well, that's I, what Becky, by the way, did to me that I grew up with at my 10-year high school reunion that I brought Suzanne to. P.S. I brought my girlfriend to my high school reunion in Oklahoma. She saw me and bolted because she was just afraid. I thought she was jealous. Well, every okay. D- just a little side note here on the side dish is <laughs> side note on the side dish is that uh, they have all sorts of awards and stuff at the reunions, and I was uh, runner-up female with the best catch. <laughs> that is true. So I think everybody – I should have won because my wife is way hotter than theirs, but that's okay. Um, but I, but the Okies, I think it was more of a joke, but I took it with pride. Damn straight. Yeah. Damn straight. No, not damn, not straight. <laughs> damn gay. Um, so I think what we should do is we have a little segment um, that we're going to be doing a lot for you called uh, Bewitched and Befuddled. Now, Brenda being the bewitched and me being the befuddled. <laughs> and so so it's just going to be like question. And so it's going to – because Brenda like has access – I say this all the time is if the world were a psychic school, Brenda would be in the doctorate program and I'd be in third grade. So I am the third <laughs> grader asking this question and uh, Brenda's going to be our doctorate. So here we go. Uh, one of the, the – actually not one of the first book – that you gave me when I started my spiritual journey, um, which we will be digging into for years about this journey, was titled, Do Dead People See You in the Shower? So I think my befuddled question for you to bewitch 
is do dead people actually see you in the shower? And if they do, can you tell them to stop? (laughs) Yes. And yes. I just want to say one thing about this book. The reason I chose this book specifically is because when I met you, you said you didn't read. And then however many years later, you actually wrote a book. True story. (laughs) I didn't know. And so it was an accessible. I'm too ADD. It it was in a very accessible book. And and it's very very helpful. It's a great little guide. I don't remember who it's from, but yes. Conchetta Bertold something. Okay, it's close enough. (laughs) That's close enough. So we get points. And um, so, yes, spirits have access to you wherever you are. Literally, when you think of them or you invoke their name by just telling a story about them, it calls them. It absolutely calls them. And, yes, you can set boundaries. And they don't care if you're in the shower or doing whatever other things we do with our bodies. They don't care. (laughs) I I cannot tell you the number of people that have asked me now in the last few years especially. Do they see me in the bedroom? I said, do they see you having sex? Yeah, but just tell them not to. I can't promise you they won't. Maybe they're creeping on you. I don't know. But just set the boundaries with them. So that's so funny. Yes. But that's one of my favorite questions yes. is do dead people see in the shower? Yes. Um, and to close this episode. So we invited you to consider and search your own heart in ways that you can come out and broaden your community, broaden the people who can really see all of you, and always doing it with the awareness that there is vulnerability on the table. And to quote the vulnerability queen, Brene Brown, that people have to earn the right to hear your story and to take care of yourself in this process of coming out. So make sure that you are using your intuition and guidance to know, is this person safe? And it may be uncomfortable and still safe. And if you get a no, trust that and say, "Mm, they're not worthy at this point. It may change in the future. I may get more information that clarifies that's not happening. (laughs) But trust your intuition. And when you share your gifts, the whole world gets a little brighter. I can't say anything any better than that. (laughs) Thank you for joining us today, everyone. Thanks for joining us, everyone, and a special thanks to our producer, Maya Cole, who guides us while we guide you. Hit us up on Instagram at OthersideGuides or shoot us a note at OthersideGuides at iHeartRadio.com. And you can even call us at 833-22-GUIDE to leave us a message. We want to know what you think, we want to know what you know, and we want to hear your stories. And remember, Earth School is hard without the other side. Insider's Guide to the Other Side is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top ten for immersive art that's like... Whoa. And... Hmm. Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive, with no children and no casinos. 
Discover more at Viking.com. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm. The Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l e e s a dot com slash iHeart.